Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hardman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for another episode of the Steelers Burning Question. I say that's funny because tonight at dinner, I burnt dinner, and so I have a stuffy nose from all the smoke that was in my house, so I apologize for that, but it's fitting because it's the burning question. And so if you haven't heard this show before, if you've never been listening to all of our podcasts and you just stumbled upon this, this is where I take one question and it can be anything Steelers related. And I kind of pose it not only to the listeners out there, to the people that are live on YouTube and our live chat, but also uh, I answer the question myself. So tonight's question, and if you've read the title of this episode, it's one that a lot of fans, just like most of the questions that I ask, a lot of fans will say, this is an easy answer. It's a simple, simple answer. And it's never a simple answer. If you actually take the time to look at it with a little bit of an analytical lens on. And so for me, the question today is, what does the future hold for Artie Burns? Artie Burns, being that this is a, this is a question that a lot of people think is knee-jerk. I don't think that way. We might end up in the same result, the same conclusion, the same answer, but I don't think that way. So let's backtrack a little bit and let's start from the very beginning. Okay. 2016 NFL draft is, is here. The Pittsburgh Steelers are selecting late in the twenties. I believe it was like 28th might be wrong, but it's around there. They had targeted William Jackson, the third, the entire draft. He had dropped all the way to them. Then all of a sudden, Right before they pick, the Cincinnati Bengals pull the rug out from underneath their feet, and they take William Jackson the third. The Steelers, and I'll never forget this moment. I'm driving home. I was coaching at the time, so I wasn't at home. I had Chris Carter covering the draft for us until I got back and could get headquarters going, so to speak, here uh, at my home. And I'm listening to the draft on XM Radio. And they say, and with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I could tell you exactly where I was, turning it a light. And with the Pittsburgh Steelers pick, they take Artie Burns, cornerback, the University of Miami. And I'm thinking, what? What? I mean, I had heard of Artie Burns. I had studied him a lot based on the fact that I didn't think he was considered a first-round talent. Come to find out, I wasn't alone in that thinking. And so the Steelers from all points of points of view, they're reached a little bit. But to me, it was more than just a reach. It was a knee-jerk reaction to the fact that their guy that they thought they were going to get just got taken out from underneath their nose. So William Jackson was gone. And this goes against everything that Kevin Colbert preaches when he talks about the draft. Kevin Colbert's always saying he takes best player available, best player available, best player available. There's no way that if William Jackson III was your guy and all of a sudden Artie Burns go, or I'm sorry, if William Jackson goes off your board, your next, you don't go to your best player available if you're looking at position of need. Artie Burns, there's no way was the best player available. There was another position. There was another player. I'm sure that there's people in the live chat that could go all the way down the list of players that could have been drafted ahead of Artie Burns. I'm not going to do that. But there's there were players out there. There always are. Nonetheless, the Steelers get Artie Burns, and his rookie year is not that bad. He ends up with three interceptions. He plays in all 16 games. 
and there's a lot of promise for this young cornerback. A lot of high hopes. He's going against Antonio Brown repeatedly in training camp, and everyone's thinking, man, this is the next Ike Taylor. And if everyone has a good feeling about Artie Burns. Second year, definitely tapers in the wrong direction a little bit. Only good as one interception. But at the same time, you're thinking, okay, that's okay. 2017 was an iffy year. 2018, this is the year that Artie Burns really turns it on. And 2018 was the year that it was atrocious. Uh, he uh, did not play in every single game. There were times where he was targeted. Every time he stepped on the field, the ball was going his way. He was a player that looked mentally and emotionally broken. That's a bad thing to say about anybody, let alone a professional athlete that needs to have those nerves of steel that's not going to break or crack under the first sign of trouble. And so the Steelers benched him. Cody Sensabaugh played 10 games. Now, the, it doesn't end there, folks. Um, the season ended. Artie Burns was probably known more for jumping off sides repeatedly as a potential field goal blocker uh, than he was for any plays that he made on the field. And so the Steelers have a decision to make this offseason. And the decision was, do we pick up his fifth-year option? Since this began, I believe it was 2010, might have been 2011, the Steelers have picked up the fifth-year option on every single one of their first-round draft picks except for two players, Jarvis Jones and now Artie Burns. Every other player that was drafted in the first round that includes Bud Dupree last year, that includes Ryan Shazier when he got injured, and that includes all the others, David DeCastro, Cameron Hayward, you name it. TJ Watt will have his picked up as well, barring injury. So it is when they do that, it immediately is a red flag that it was a swing and a miss because there's no way you're going to let a first-round pick walk or even potentially walk if he's worth his weight in gold, and obviously Artie Burns is not. So they don't pick up his fifth-year option, which means that he will play out his final year of his rookie contract, and at the end of that, he will become, if the Steelers don't offer him a contract prior to the new league year, he will become an unrestricted free agent in 2020. But now there was some news, and this is why I'm talking about this now. Ed Bouchette, now of The Athletic, and Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette both backed this up that the Pittsburgh Steelers owe Artie Burns $800,000 in form of a signing bonus roughly after the first one or two days of training camp. And so there's a lot of people, Bouchette started this, that think the Steelers might cut or waive Artie Burns rather than pay him that $800,000. Purely speculation. There was no sourced information. There was no, I'm hearing from insiders. It was just that the Steelers could save some money and we're not even sure if this guy's going to make the team. And so that's where we sit right now. Artie Burns has been at OTAs. There hasn't been a lot of talk about him. He hasn't met with the media yet, at least not that I've seen. And so you, it, there's this gray matter. So I, I wrote an article about all this today. And I, I asked a question in the form of a poll on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You can check out the article if you like. And so far, and I've ran this probably about 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time in the afternoon on Wednesday. And the question was, what does the future hold for Artie Burns? And there were three potential answers. The first was, he will make the 53-man roster. The second was, he will be cut before the first day of camp to save money. 
And the last will be he'll get through camp, meaning he'll get his bonus, but he won't make the team or he will be traded. So like I said, there were like 1,600 votes, a little bit more than that, and that number will go up as the evening progresses. You have to ask yourself, which one would you vote for? Will he make the team? This isn't what I, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm rooting for him. I'm Because Artie Burns is a good kid. He's a great kid. He's had a lot of uh, adversity in his life. He's overcome a lot. He's taken care of his brothers in a very unusual and very difficult situation. Look, I'm rooting for the guy, but this is what do you really think is going to happen. So do you think he'll make the roster? Do you think he'll get cut to save some money? Or do you think he'll get through camp, but he's not going to make the team? Those are your options. So, for instance, if you are in the live chat right now, what do you think is going to happen? If you had to pick one of the three. Now, I'll tell you what the voters said. This is not what I said. This is what the voters said on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. 40%, that's 637 votes, thought that he will get through camp, but he won't make the team or he could be traded. The next was 36%, 584 votes, said that he will be cut before the first day of camp to save some money. And then 24%, the minority, was they think that he will make the 53-man roster and he'll stay on that 53-man roster for the duration of the regular season, or I should say the 2019 season if they go further and make the playoffs. You never know what will happen. Um, I, I do think that the writing's on the wall here for Artie Burns. When you look at the moves that they've made, uh, signing Steven Nelson definitely was a shot in the arm for Artie Burns. Drafting Justin Lane was a shot in the other arm for Artie Burns. And so you're wondering, what does this guy have left? And he's going to go out and he's going to put his best foot forward. But you have to wonder in the back of his mind, and if his agent isn't saying this, I'm not sure if he's a very good agent, is, hey, look, man, you're auditioning for 31 other teams. In the preseason, there's a chance they might trade you because let's not forget they have Mike Hilton in the slots. He's not going anywhere. Cameron Sutton, Brian Allen as a cornerback slash safety hybrid. They have a lot of players at the cornerback position. And so that kind of validates the, well, they could cut him and save $800,000. But I look at that and say, you've already paid your rookies. $800,000 in the NFL in terms of a salary cap is a literal drop in the bucket. Just drop. I don't think they're going to cut him before training camp. I'll say that right now. That's I'll eliminate that one right off the bat because I think that they're going to give him a shot to redeem himself. The Pittsburgh Steelers, if you follow them enough, they don't like to admit that they made a very, very big mistake. And when you swing and miss on a first-round draft pick, that is a sign that you have put up the white flag. SOS, we're in trouble. Save our ship. We're done. And that's what they did with our Jarvis Jones. Uh, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. He played out his contract. He went to Arizona, and now he's unemployed. Doesn't he? He's not even in the NFL anymore. If he is, I have not heard of him, but I'm pretty sure he's out of the league. And so Artie Burns has a chance to at least make the team as a depth player and be that first cornerback off the bench if there's an injury to someone like Nelson and or Hayden. But last year, when Joe Hayden did go down, Artie Burns was the guy that was just being, um, it was it was relentless how often they would throw the ball his way. And right when he was coming, right when he would enter the game, the quarterback would almost immediately check, and they were throwing the ball his direction. He has a lot of work to do. He has a lot of work to do, but I think they're going to give him training camp to prove himself. 
And not only prove himself, they want to see if maybe there will be a trade option. Because I think if someone were to offer the Steelers a six-round draft pick for Artie Burns, I think they'd take it. Uh, a seventh-round pick, they'd probably take that too. That's just the nature of the beast. That's the NFL as a business. So you might think, well, look at what you're trading. You're trading off a first-round pick for a sixth or a seventh. That's insane. What well, is insane? Also insane is, is taking a, a reach like that on a player like Artie Burns. So my personal belief, personally, is I think that he will get through training camp, but I don't think he makes the team. I don't think that they he does enough, and I think they try to trade him. I don't think they're going to trade him. I don't think they'll be successful. He'll hit the waiver wire. I think someone will pick him up. But ultimately, the Steelers will be out. They'll be out. They'll be the odd man out there. They won't get any compensation for him, and certainly not on the field. But I could be wrong. Like I said, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that Artie Burns shows that he is a bounce-back season. I hope that Artie Burns shows that, hey, look, when Joe Hayden calls it a career, I'm the guy. Myself and Steven Nelson, we could be the one-two punch on the outside. Maybe I'm not putting my money on it if I'm a, if I'm a gambling man. But at the same time, my prediction is, and, and the answer to the question of the uh, title of the episode is, what does the future hold for Artie Burns? I think it's free agency, and that's being a, a player that was waived or released looking for a home. So I guess you could call that unemployment. It sounds harsh, but it's the truth. Um, what do you all think? So if you're you know, if you're driving and listening to this, or if let's say you're on a, on a piece of a exercise equipment listening to our podcast or watching our podcast, I mean, what do you think? If you're watching this in replay on YouTube, leave a comment. If you're listening on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com or you use Go to BehindTheSilkCurtain.com. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Obviously, the majority of fans on BehindTheSilkCurtain.com think that he is he's gone, period. Um, but I don't think they're going to cut him before training, period. And if he makes a 53-man roster, I wouldn't be shocked either because he does play special teams. So if you're in the live chat right now, um, what exactly do you uh, what exactly do you think will happen? That's going to be interesting to see what I'm going to be anxious to see what you all think. But also, let us know, um, or if you have any questions for me. This is a time in the show where, with the first part of the show done, I always answer any questions you have that are Steelers related. And I always mention that if you want to use the super chat feature, you don't have to, but it's there if you want to. Right where it says chat publicly at BTSE Steelers Radio to the right is a small money sign, and you can enter any amount of money. It could be a dollar, two dollars, five dollars. We've had people give us, I think, upwards of twenty bucks. It's a nice little tip. Um, the money goes straight to the program, which we appreciate. But also, your highlighted, your question will be highlighted. And therefore, I will guarantee the answer. So, if you want to answer, yeah, if you want your question answered, because right now we have a several, we have a lot, of good amount of people in the live chat. Let us know. So, go ahead and fire away those questions, and uh, be glad to answer some of those. So. Um, and Donald says, already burns his toast. Someone said, Oakley, Oakland would probably give us a third form. I'm not sure after they, after the Martavis Bryant trade, I'd say yes. After the Artie Brown, or Artie Brown, Antonio Brown trade, I disagree. Uh, someone said, Artie Burns, bring back Troy. If Troy Palomalu's, uh grew on a tree, you better believe the Steelers would have found that tree by now, but they don't. They don't. And the uh, safety position is certainly one of concern my buddy lance shout out to him he did his show yeah i said it's only found in podcast form 
He just did that last night. It was all about the safety position and how the Steelers should be concerned and the fan base should be concerned with how that's shaping up, that that position. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Linwood says he gives the Burns a shot if he earns it. He's hoping the Steelers keep him. Uh, he said we're spending too much money on the questionable Nelson in the and geriatric Hayden. We need to cut those two. I disagree about the Nelson and Hayden, uh, especially Hayden. I thought he played a great game, but uh, at the same time, I'm not sure about Nelson. No one knows. We'll see. It's like everyone says, you know, he was the most targeted cornerback in Kansas City. Well, Kansas City, number one, they were blowing teams out, so the opposition was having to throw to get back in it. Number two, their defense was awful. So I think that the Steelers' defense is markedly better than the Kansas City offense. So there you go. Uh, Reed says, what safeties make the 53? Ah, uh, this is a tough one. I'm obviously Sean Davis, Trell Edmonds. I think Marcus Allen makes the 53. And I think Jordan Dangerfield makes the 53. Now, here's the interesting. I didn't realize this. Steelers.com has Brian Allen as a safety cornerback hybrid. This is new. Everyone said that he's big enough to play safety, but now they have him labeled as a safety. I think they keep him special teams guy could be a cornerback if needed, could be a safety if needed. That's who I think makes, I get safeties. Uh, let's see here. Matt says we need Lance on YouTube. I am going to work on that. I'm hoping by this season, I can upload Lance's podcast to YouTube. It won't be live like this is, or there won't be a live chat. But I'm hoping to get Lance on YouTube by the start of this regular season. So fingers crossed. I got to work with him and his internet stuff going on. We all know about that. Those that listen to the standard is a standard. But ultimately, I'm working on it. Um, a question. <laughs> Heath asks, is Kenny would reinstate a Heinz ketchup? I don't know. I'm not sure. Nor do I care. I don't live in Pittsburgh uh, or near the area anymore, so I really, <laughs> I really don't care. I know that a lot of Pittsburghers do. Um, Reginald said Brian Allen has a better chance of making the team than Burns. I have to agree with you because of position flexibility. That's absolutely true. Uh, let's see here. Donald thinks that Hayden will make the team, or so that Artie will make the team. Hayden, Nelson, Hilton, Sutton, Allen. Maybe Cameron Kelly. Cameron Kelly could throw a wrench in this. He really could because he has position flexibility too in terms of safety and cornerback. Linwood says, will they re-sign Hayden his con when his contract is over? I think they'd be smart if they could, if they can afford it. I think Hayden likes Pittsburgh. I think he likes the, the familiarity of the AFC North. I think that if he's willing to give the team a, a relatively team-friendly deal, I'd look for maybe a two-year extension, three-year, or uh, maybe a new contract altogether. I don't know. But I think Hayden has played well. I want to see how he does this year. He needs to stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. So uh, something I want to add before I forget and uh, before we end the show, a lot of you might have questions that you think would be really good to have on this show or maybe other topics that other shows could talk about. Don't hesitate to leave those in the comments, whether it's on YouTube or in BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I check both of those regularly. Um, you could basically say, hey, I think it'd be cool to answer the question. Like One of the questions I'm going to ask, and this will be really interesting, is what makes a diehard Steeler fan? That's a question. I might do that next week. 
Um, an article that I ran that was really popular was Big Ben or Bradshaw, who's the ultimate franchise quarterback. Uh, a lot of these times I take articles that I write for the website and I turn them into podcasts. So, but if you ever have one that you're thinking, this would be a really good topic for Jeff and Lance to discuss or for Jeff, Brian, and, and Dave to talk about on the Steelers preview, don't hesitate to let us know. You can email me, uh, bngblitz at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment on any one of those avenues. So um, Matt asks, will David Johnson and William Gay make a difference as interns? I don't know. I was shocked to find out that William Gay is not helping cornerbacks. He's helping wide receivers. Uh, this is a guy that was a veteran cornerback, played the slot as well as anyone that I can remember, especially in his prime. Uh, will he help? I don't think he can hurt David Johnson. I'm not sure what he's going to bring. But uh, at the same time, they're getting valuable experience to maybe further their career as coaches. Um Reed said, saw the LT Walton sign with Buffalo. I knew that he went there on a visit. Not sure he was signed, so that could be news for me. Uh, didn't think they had any interest in bringing him back anyway. So I'll tell you what, that that's a good spot to end the show. I apologize if it was a little short tonight, but um, it's one of those situations where sometimes you say all there is to say. Now make sure you check out the Steelers preview, which is tomorrow night, Thursday night, here live on YouTube. You can check us out there live on myself, Brian Davis, and Dave Schofield. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Um, listen to our podcast anywhere where you hear podcasts, and just know that we really appreciate all the support. Um, I do know that a lot. There was someone. I think it was maybe been Crazy Chris on YouTube who said, "Can someone please give me a schedule for the the podcast?" So here's the way it goes. At least in the off season, this will change during the regular season. In the off season, Sundays at some point, the standard is the standard will air. Now, that is flexible, meaning that sometimes Lance and I have stuff going on. If it's a holiday weekend, we might change that, but typically we are on Sundays. And so that will air on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com in an article on Monday. Monday night is the Steelers hangover. That's day, I'm sorry, that's Tony and Brian. That's on Mondays. That will air on Tuesday for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Tuesday night, we have Lance's Yeah, I Said It airs only in podcasts, and that'll run on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com Wednesday morning. So it's on the site right now. Um, and then, I, which is, by the way, if you want to hear it, just go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and you'll see it. Podcast. Yeah, I said it. Um, then tonight, obviously, is my show, The Steelers Burning Question. And then Thursday is The Steelers Preview. And then that's it. That'll air on Friday, and then we start all the things over on Sunday. So make sure you check all those out. We appreciate it. As Lance Williams always said, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. We thank you for listening. I'll see you next week for another episode of The Steelers Burning Question.